Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Get ready for hard work, for high expectations, for high fives, for you've got this, for I did it, for you're hired, you've got it in you. Now let us bring it out of you. If you're as serious about your success as we are, bring it. Visit rmu.edu today. Robert Morris University. Get ready. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You steal your time without thinking twice. Stop the party, hide your shit. Believe this is the hell What's up, Food Podcast? Welcome to the What's Up, Food Podcast with Felipe Esparza, Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. And Lisa over here with the facts. <laughs> What's up, everybody, man? What a week, man. Mayweather and 50 Cent going at it. Get the strap. Get the strap. We don't even know half of the story. We don't even know what they're talking about. The fight got in so deep. That they're talking about personal stuff that they went through that no one else knows. So everybody's confused now. Because at first, we were all into it. You know, okay, we know you slept with this chick. You know we slept with that chick. We know he's poor. We know you spent money on hookers. But then it got to <laughs> it got to some crazy, dark, 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 dark places. For example? So you, weren't, you weren't watching a fight? No, no, no. Bro, it got deep, bro. I was... 50 cents came out and said uh, uh, that um, one of um, Mayweather friends committed suicide on uh, on Snapchat or no, while talking to Mayweather. Damn, like that? 50 yeah. Cent said that? Yeah. Was that true? Well, we don't know. Damn. They went deep. <laughs> That's some shit that TMZ he, don't even know. And he said that Mayweather was playing T.I. T. I. songs no, or Trey songs. Okay. The whole time that guy was was talking, right? But then he what really went. He said he said that 
when I started reading everything, like people, more people are talking, then a real story came out. No, bro. He said, <laughs> 50 Cent said, I'm going to make up names because I don't, know the, I don't know the names of these people. It's all good. He said, man, yeah, man, so I see how you do your boys, your boy Gerald. As soon as he broke up with his lady, you want to go, go get his lady an apartment, bought her a car, had sex with her, and then left her. But see, he's strong. He knows the game. <laughs> hose is hose. But Ray, on the other hand, he wasn't built that way. <laughs> a little soft. So that that fool, um, he um, he basically said that Mayweather had sex with with that dude's girlfriend Ray, and then he found out, and then he just shot her while, while he was confronting her. Are you serious? Yeah, because I only seen one tweet this weekend, and it was just uh, what it's. There was no response by Mayweather on that one whatsoever. Though. Nothing, bro. But they were going back and forth for a while. But man, Mayweather found an old ass photo of Fifty Cent all sucked up, bro. <laughs> back in the Jamaica Queens, dude, days. like cracked out, dude. Like I am the captain, <laughs> and he put him next to a bunch of little rats, dude. <laughs> Who's, who does he have doing these little things for him? These little Photoshop things? Is he doing them himself? He has money to pay anybody. That's what <laughs> I heard. They have a social media team. Oh, he has a, yeah, a team. Both those okay. fools. Because he had a little tweet that said, hey, man, he's all, it's all good. I love my little brother Mayweather, uh, 50 Cent said. But you know what? He ain't going to be able to read this tweet anyways, man. Get the strap. Hashtag. What did they say? Get the strap. Get the strap. Like get the strap is like, like get that's the belt? 50 Cent. Yeah, like, you know, get the strap. I'm going to shoot your ass real quick. Da, 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 da. Exactly, fool. You know, come on. Are they really going to go to the street and beat it up? They were deep. I thought they meant like get the strap, like get the belt, like a kid Uh, kid having to go get get his own belt. You know, but that's deep. Like I I didn't know they were because I know that Fifty Cent used to walk with Mayweather on the to the ring back in the day. Yeah, they were boys because they went at it before though, like a year and a half ago, two years ago. One of them slept with somebody or left with somebody's chick. I, I know it was a big old beef about who has more money for But real. I know Nelly took off with Nelly, somebody lady. Nelly took off with Miss Jackson, who was his. Really? Yeah. That was Mayweather's. But he was beating her. May, when he Mayweather broke the phone was, with yeah, and all that? May, and went May, to jail for her? She was on that little behind the scenes thing or whatever, really pretty woman. And she was kind of staying quiet. And she said, My, just call me Miss Jackson or whatever. I'm so sorry, Miss Jackson. So that's what everybody called her. And then I, she's a model, I guess, or she was. But then she left him Never for Nelly, punch you in and then the he was Jackson. And then he was saying, I am for real. Mayweather was saying that uh, he backseat drama. He was just talking shit about how little money Nelly must make compared to him and all this stuff. But to be able to lift a girl from a guy that has mad yeah, money, but he's he out there performing at Magic Mountain. Say <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, dude. Yeah. Are you serious? So, yeah, he out there performing at Six Flags. Yeah, bagging on. I don't even think of her that funny, but bagging on his career. Yeah, damn, uh, dude. Level, but but it didn't matter because she's she was happier. He back to being barefooted. Jelly wasn't the longest yard. It doesn't matter because she was happier. But she was happier with him. Happier, of course. But they got beat the shit out of her. But it was yeah, deep because then um, Mayweather put out a watch that he bought, cash, uh-huh. eighteen million dollars. God damn! And then Fifty Cent put out put the same watch on his page and said, "Let's break it down, man." First of all, the way these fools, this, this N-word spends money. You know, all those, all those, all those lawsuits he got going on, all those women he beat up, party he throws, the gambling. He goes, man, that, that's not his watch. <laughs> he would have put that back in a jewelry store. 
So he's just bagging hard, breaking it off. Yeah, man. Yeah, because he was May- Mayweather put up a picture of the watch and then put up a picture of some report of Fifty Cent's uh, net value, his his worth, and his worth was like eighteen million, and the watch was twenty million or something like that. And he was saying, you shouldn't be arguing with me. You should be arguing with my watch. You're not even oh, on the same okay. level as me. Because like, supposedly he made most of his money off that vitamin water, right? And then he sold that away or something? 50 cents? Yeah. Yeah, but he just filed for bankruptcy. Right, because the whole that doesn't child mean support thing, he didn't want yeah, the report to report to pay that much He's just hiding his assets. He's not, it doesn't mean he has no money. Swiss bank accounts over here. Yeah, though. man. What's up, fool? Kobe Bryant thinking of making a comeback, bro. Are you serious? I'm down yes. for that. You know me, dog? I'm one of the Kobe's right I now. I saw him stretching his ankles over there in McCarthy Park. This fool. Swimming laps of Venice Beach, bro. Dude I'm, dude, I'm excited about the Lakers, dog. What do you think? He should come back? He can come back, dog. When was the last time somebody came back and the Lakers didn't do shit? Well, was it Magic, bro. He came back. When they, when they, had, the, when they had Kobe, when they had uh, Shaq, and they had all these other fools then. No, that was way before that. It was before that. Before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was coming back with the little 1987 moves. Then, but he came back after AIDS, though. I'm talking way yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had retired, and then the, the new kids came in. Yeah, the, the, I don't yeah. think Kobe wasn't in because he came in in 96. That was before 96. Like, 91, dog. 92. But, he, but it was Shaq then. No, Shaq. No, he was in our, yeah. with the no, Magic at that no, time. No, no, he came. Well, he, magic retired, and then he came back no, no, and no, he I played mean, with big stars. Right, right. But it wasn't. No, I mean, I mean, Shaq was with Ma- the Magic. He, he played either with Kobe or, or, or with Shaq. No. He played with a big person. Look it up. Yeah, I don't think look so. it yeah. up, please, because I know yeah. I'm right. It no, it's not that, dude, because it, it would have been a big thing. But I don't know, dude. He came in 96. That's when uh, Kobe he came back here. for a little while. Yeah. For a little while. Yeah, because I remember people were bagging on him, comedians and shit. I know, because he was playing with the basketball, the, the basketball wrapped in saran wrap. Cellophone wrap. But uh, he was doing all the old school moves, though, dude. Yeah, I remember that. But he came back for a while. That was the Lakers, though, right? The fool says Kobe playing with the Wizards. No, uh, Jordan was playing with the Wizards. Remember he came back? Yeah, he yeah. came back. But he came back with the Bulls after that little thing, you know? He was old, half it owner, was half good. coach, and player. It was not as good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he went through a lot of bullshit, see, too. everybody needs to... Be gone the first time they retire because the second time they come when they come back. I don't know if any comeback after retirement has been. But a lot of those dudes it. ain't doing what Kobe does and what LeBron does. They get those shots. They get like stem cells in the knees yeah. and rebuild all that shit. They didn't have all that like you know. Yeah, they are learning how to be more bionic. D- it's hard to come back if you're seven feet tall, huh? <laughs> that too, man. The knees are worn out because homeboys is the a six looking like right? sad crying Jordan. <laughs> Who did that meme on uh, that player, dude? Or was it that chick? The crying Jordan knees? Oh, wait, on who? There's, there's a meme like that. He's the, he has the knees right there. Jordan's over there crying, dog. Somebody had beat up knees. I don't know if it was a player or an old model. I think Sidney Crawford or some shit. I know, but there's a lot of comedians out there that need the, need the crying Jordan. <laughs> a lot of fools be like fronting over there, dog. Damn, man. It's weird like to complain as a young comedian. You know, you really got to just stay, stay out of the... Move up to the next lane, you know. There's nothing to complain about. Like go to, a, you know, you can really start your comedy again at the Laugh Factory. You just gotta, you know, you gotta take one for the, you gotta take your own one, you gotta take one for the team for yourself. Do you know? You gotta go on Wednesday, spend the night, let Jimmy see you, and then get, get a, then you get regular spots on Latino night. Well, it's funny that you're saying that because Byron Bauer said that all, even if you're not in the rotation, just go to do the open mic and do it that way to get in. Because a lot of people don't want to bow their head down because they've been doing it for ten years or twelve years or nine years, and they're like, "No, I don't want to start over again." It's all it's bullshit. If you want to be in the mix, you got to get in the mix, dog. Start all over again, but you never start if, nah, if, if you only perform in Rosemead. Right, and if nobody knows your material, you don't. They don't really know who you are. The world's huge, dog. You huge. I mean? Come on, fool. You know, and you already had like mad taste from like 
doing Showtime and then doing Que Locos when Que Locos was fucking hot as fuck, dog. You had a whole batch of material then and then your shit, you know, Last Comic Standing, Showtime, now. Come on, dog. Some, people, some, some young comedian, they get trapped doing the shows in a certain area. Like I saw a flyer with Sebastian Zetina and there was four comedians there I never heard of, dude. Oh, yeah. They're the ones that bring the people in. They're the Acapulco All-Stars. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's doing Bruce's on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, in 96, 95, 96 season is when he came back. He t- was thinking about coming back in the 92 season, but he ended that that uh, attempt. Yeah, he there didn't was press conference. So he did play with Shaq, right? No. Kobe. How Corey about? Blount, Eldon Campbell, Cedric Ceballos, yeah, Vlade uh, Divac, uh, Eddie Jones, Frankie Damn. King, George Lynch, Anthony Miller, Anthony Peeler, Fred Roberts, Derek Strong, uh, Sidel Threat, and Nick Van Exel. Van Exel, dude, because yeah. he was with uh, Portland. And uh, that that was a rebuilding like squad right there, what they're doing now. Yeah. It was before Kobe. Yeah, so Shaq was in Orlando? Shaq was in Orlando still. Yeah, still. That's when, it, that, that's when they call him the Shaq attack. And the dudes from Rage had that one lyric. And now I'm slamming like Shaquille. I, was, I, I used to have his, base, his basketball card. You don't have it anymore? I don't know. You had it right there on the little, in the kitchen, dog. I do have it somewhere. It has to case. be somewhere, dog. In the magic, right? Yeah, this fool, this fool was all proud. It's all I got a rookie card, dog. I was like, damn, that's cool. Dog. Yeah, well, Shaq so, was with the Magic ninety-two to ninety-six. Shout out to ninety-two, so ninety-six, yeah, and so what year he you were there? Ninety-five, ninety-six season. So he ended his season with the Lakers just when Orlando. Uh, he was leaving the Magic. So. Kobe needs to sit down, huh? I don't know though. Like I was telling you, dude, all that like uh, new like bionic shit. You know, it's like that fool that sits in the icebox. Eh? <laughs> but um, you know what I mean? Who knows, dog? He has a lot of skill too. You know, because I was uh, they have a couple old heads right there. They're gonna be showing those fools some tricks, dude. You know? Who knows though? Who knows? You know? You think that fool should just take a knee? Get off the court. Drinking the Costco water, yeah, man. This fool knows everything, bro. <laughs> That's right. If you're watching me live, yes, I will be on the Joe Rogan. Podcast experience. Ex- Joe Rogan experience tomorrow. tomorrow Tuesday, to- oh, it's tomorrow, fool? July 31st, 1 p.m. Oh, I thought this was said August 31st. Damn. What's up, fool? This week, I am in Jacksonville. Now, I'm going to turn into a Vietnam vet now. <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, I'll this be week. in Jacksonville, Florida at the Comedy Zone, August 8th, August 2 through the 4th. 2nd through the 4th. August 2nd through the 4th, I'll be in Jacksonville. August 10th, I'll be in Amarillo, Texas at the Globe Center. August 11th, McAllen, Texas at the McAllen Pack. Performing Arts Center. Performing Arts Arena. McAllen, Texas, August 11th at the Performing Arts Arena. Lubbock, Texas, August 24th at the Memorial Civic Center. Laredo, Texas, August 25th at... James Auto Center? Sames. Oh. At Sames Auto Center. It used to be called something else. They just changed I their guess name. I guess I'll be... I'll be, I'll be last be, week or two weeks ago. I guess ago. at this comedy show, you get an oil <laughs> change during the show. <laughs> and get your transmission change. August 25th, Sames Auto Center. August 30th, September 2nd. August 30th through September 2nd, I'm going to be at the Brea Improv in California. Brea Improv... That show is going to sell out, man. So get your tickets, people. I'm telling you, you got to get these tickets, man. If you don't get these tickets, man, <laughs> I'm just going to be the funniest guy on Lyft. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Orange County, man. 
or the funniest guy on Uber. They don't even check for drugs on these, these jobs. Supposedly they're a little bit lax on all that every stuff. Every other right? job, every other job, to, to, even to drive a cab probably, to deliver anything. Hey, man, I want you to piss on that thing. But left the fool's driving, man. Hey, man, if you want to hit that vape pen, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Car already smells like weed, huh? I've been in Lyft, car dri- Lyft drivers that just, um, they're, they're, they're working too hard for that four-star, bro. <laughs> I know. They ask like, you to give no, them that man, four-star. That guy that is guy. trying too hard, bro, and it, their car always smells like ass and perfume. Yeah, try to or conceal like a that smell. urinal cake or something. Urinal cake, That yeah, one guy, we took the, cat pissed in when there, that guy why. picked us up in a van to take us to the airport but when we were going to Orlando... His car, he had those stinky ass things. There were like five of them in the car. Those little canisters you buy at the checkout with counter. That little, uh, with that little cardboard in there. Vent at yeah. the top. Oh my god! It smelled like urinal cakes. You know, it smells like that weird. Way you too know why strong. though? Because they bought it at the ninety nine cent store, and yeah. that shit sat in a container for two years yeah. before they sold it. So there's like five of them. I had, I had a Lyft driver one time pick me up, bro. He was hiring me. He goes, "Hey, homie, you want to drive?" I said, "All right." <laughs> so they fool got in the back seat. <laughs> oh, dude! But those fools that talk too much, though. Oh yeah, man. All that I can't. That, take. Man, I swear, when they recognize I, I, I look, it's I, over. I look at their, I look at their, I look at their, their bio, and it says music, whatever's in your mood. I put on my shades, bro, and my ski mask, bro. <laughs> your headphones on, dude. The fool starts talking. Yeah, I'm in acting. <laughs> so how, how'd you start your podcast? Got any recommendations? <laughs> equipment I need to get. Remember that one fool? Oh, my God. Damn, dog. He wouldn't get off your ass, dog. Some fool just talk, huh? Oh, dude. Tell I, you. I had this one driver, dude. Man, this fool got too comfortable. Yeah, he, he, he was getting like racist, but like, Damn. but 1985 oh racist. Like, yeah, maybe once in a while, man, I fuck my little Buddha head, you know? <laughs> Damn. What? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I go down to Mexico, right? Give me one of the little Mexican girls, you know? But everything, it was all prostitutes. Like, he was telling me how, how he, sometimes he, like, he gets some insight. He never gets up on the streets. Oh, inside but the was, clubs? But it was crazy <laughs> that we were talking, dude. Uh, I know. So we talked about a scandalous fool that used to get him from the streets. I was like, oh, my God, dude. It was, dude, it was the most scandalous. I've seen it, and we know another dude that did the same thing. Yeah, man. 40 bucks, man. So I think you're that cheap here. I'll let you borrow 40 bucks, dog. Just trade, bro. <laughs> Fuck that. I saw Mark today. Mark who? Mark, bro. Hey, what's going on? Hey, 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 hey man. I hate you going hits with fucking Renee Boxer, man. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Keep lying, dog. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little chubby guy, <laughs> The little Elvis. <laughs> we'll call me little Elvis. I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> this is the guy at the shop? Yeah, yeah. Mark. Is he going to be able to do a daytime interview? Can he come on the podcast? How about that one day? He's like, how much are you going to pay me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about all that. This will started bagging on his ass. <laughs> he knows everything about East LA gangs. Oh, this fool was telling me that he went to Vegas, dude, and he wore a Boyle, Boyle High t shirt. He goes, Everyone give me free stuff, eh? Oh, yeah, man. I, I grew up on First Street. Eh? If I'm first, I, I grew up on First Street, eh? They would give me extra sodas and shit. Look at Dignitary over here, dog. I asked him, where'd you get that t shirt? That fool said he made it, dude. <laughs> how does that fool need to make t shirt know how to make t shirts, dog? I got screen printing, man. I'm alerted, man. I got laser printing, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I find that a little uh, hard to believe, but uh, he's cool as fuck. This fool said, Club Hong Kong and TJ is the best. Uh, uh, me and Flacco said the mean strip show that one time. We Fucking over Jaime Arcos over here. Arcoiris. My whole life's a rainbow, eh? <laughs> Dude, because they have the stage that goes all the way across. Emma Cruz. I hate fools that get comfortable, they need to build barriers. 
or as Donald Trump likes to call them, walls. I know what she's talking about, Emma. Like little yeah. dividers or something? Yeah, like man. A, like a cop car. Like this, 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 like, it should be like this, dude. Pick up the person, <laughs> sit down, <laughs> shut up. You know, we already know. We we both know where we're going already. Hell yeah. It's, it's, it's a, you, you made it here. You shouldn't be going there. So how's your day going? Is it hot enough for you? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's getting hotter, bro. Would you um, close these windows and turn on the AC? Yeah, I hate those fools that don't have it all crispy cold in there, dog. I know, man. There's so many people who leave it off until you get in, then they'll turn it on. Or they'll wait for you to ask to turn it on. It's like, what's going I on? I hate when the when the Lyft driver says there's room for, for four passengers, and you get there, and the guy wears 400 pounds. <laughs> And his seat is all the way back, yeah. so there's no more room for There's room for two people. That's it. Remember that big asshole that picked us up in San Antonio? That dude weighed like 400 pounds. Who had a picture of their Lyft driver that said, my Lyft driver is bigger than yours? And it, this guy was like in the back seat practically. His arm was spilling over into like the back seat area. It was a huge guy. And my 600-pound It might have been like Moshe or something. Somebody like that was posting. I thought it might have been you. But it, I don't think it was. I had this no, dude. I had this dude that was too. Pro, I had a guy that was too professional. Right, had a bow tie, bro. <laughs> and on the back, he had candies, dog. <laughs> he had all kinds of little gums, bottle water, dude. Um, he had he had those sanitizer glo- napkins. Like, what is that for, dog? I don't know, man. Yeah, he, he, hot Cheetos. He had movies, bro. If you want to watch a movie, <laughs> oh, we're going around the corner, dog. Well, come on, what is it? A three-hour tour. <laughs> Dan, like the skipper. Those ra- those ratings would come in handy, though, if you were able to request somebody based on their ratings, or if you were able to say, "No, I don't want this guy because they're only rated two stars." Dan, or whatever, you're giving you know ideas I mean? for a new service. Like if you're if the, what are the ratings for? If not for that, like if you do you ever check the ratings of your driver when it says who your driver is going to be, and then you see it's like three stars. Do you ever go? Well, I never get three stars. I get no, four all, or five. All mine, all mine are four point eight. No, or, I don't. Or I don't higher. You mean the people who are going to pick you up? Yeah. Oh. Well, sometimes I'm just saying, like, do you ever notice what their rating is? Yeah. I think they give those uh, the four and five stars to the people that usually they get the they get the uh, passengers or get the jobs. Like if I'm, a, I'm I think I'm rated four point nine or four point eight because somebody didn't like me. So like a driver will one match person yours? didn't like me. I guess why I don't even know who it was. Loser. <laughs> but the guy goes that um, he goes um I I, I saw that um. He said, "I saw where you, I saw that you were a four point nine, so right away I, I, I got you right away, and I, and then like I'm, he goes, I rushed to get you. I mean, I created the U-turn because um, because he wanted he wanted he wanted my fare over somebody else that was closer. Oh yeah, hey dude, so what's up with uh, in uh, Uber and Lyft are different, right? Yeah, because they don't do that little they don't rate the passengers, right? Lyft, I don't think they do, but Uber, Uber does, yeah. right? Yeah, man. What do you guys like better?" I like when the car not the car not <laughs> falling apart, bro. Well, the whole reason we switched to Lyft was because the owner of Uber was, was supporting a supporter. And DT, so. remember the guy that picked us up in Baton Rouge, the little chubby black dude in that car, smelled like bloods and everything. <laughs> you remember that little fool? Yeah, dude, that car was thrashed, dog. But you know, I give that little fool a little five stars. How about the Asian dude that blazed with it afterwards? Oh, dude, what's his he name? was crazy. He was from San Antonio or Houston. Oh, dude, I know his name. Ray or or Danny. He was an Asian dude. He was crazy. Dude, he, had he, like has a a cool, he has a cool ass name. That dude. fool had a cowboy accent, like a, like a redneck accent. <laughs> it was hilarious. He goes, y'all come, come on, y'all, y'all come, I'll come to your shop. I'll wait for you guys. He was cool, man. He had like a southern accent, dude. It was hilarious. Yeah. What's his name? It was Danny, bro. Give me a second. He was a character, that dude. 
Another a mad my, character. Dude. My first Lyft driver or Uber driver, the guy didn't charge me because he recognized me. No, or, and, no, 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 he didn't recognize me. I made a full laugh. So the whole trip. <laughs> Richie Puffs. Richie Puffs. Oh, my God. Yeah, dog. <laughs> look, dog, this is what he sent me, dog. And if you click on it, it tur- look, there's a little dog. Because he, like, he pulled out a little pin, dog. That was his little dog, fool. If you click on it, yeah, that's his little dog. Richie Puffs. <laughs> oh, dude, when I first opened it, it started shooting stars and stuff. It was cool. He picked this up and then he came to the show afterwards. Yeah, like, dude, kick it. I was in Houston. What up, fool? Shout out to Flacco. If somebody uh, wanted a Flacco health update. How's he doing, Rodrigo? Flacco's doing all right, but he's angry at life. <laughs> <laughs> he's all good, man. Time is ticking on that fool. <laughs> so having those little headaches, dude. You know? But uh, he did the show. Everybody's doing good, man. Um, Johnny's over there doing his podcast with, what's his name? Nick Guerra. With Nick Guerra. Marcho Rizzo doing the same whack-ass videos. Regardless, he's consistent, Rasa. He's consistently. 2000 late. I saw, you know, everybody doing those videos with Kiki. Yeah, the little Kiki challenge. Enough, eh? That's what I'm saying. Enough. I saw a funny one, dog. Which one? It was a fucking dude. He's he's driving his car and then his fucking his fucking mean ass Mexican grandpa Tata in a wheelchair next to him, bro. Yeah, he's outside the car in the wheelchair, like this. Are you serious? He's pushing the wheelchair on the side of the car. Oh my god, dude! How about that one gorda that ate it, dog? It messed up her hip, dog. That was your sister, bro. (laughs) My sister. She got fucked oh, up. Dude, she like dislocated her hip and everything. Every time she touched her. How was that white chick that got, that got run over? The, the brother? The and white chick. Oh, the white. Oh, dude. You know what's fake? That one looks real. The one with the brother, supposedly he set it up, but he slipped on that little oil slick. Dude, he was wearing sandals, dog. Took it to the face, fool. What's up, fool? Chilling, dog. I, I heard you were fucking beating up some chicken McDonald's, bro. Who, Oh, dog. Oh, dude. Dude, that, that gorda beat that chick up, dog. Oh, my God. I've seen those chicks like pummel chicks, dude. And dudes. I don't know. We're talking about that video that came out uh, the last four days. Um, and McDonald's employees. He got into a fight with these cholas. Man, they were, they were tonguing, huh? Yeah, no, dude. They were Latinas. The other one made look half Asian or something, but, dude, they were Latinas to the core. Dude, and how about when she tried to hit, like, be cool and back up, and then the chick with the blue shirts, I'll leave her alone, stop. And then she went at her, and then she started beating her butt, too, dog. See, that's ghetto style, bro. Something my brother would do, bro. <laughs> someone get it beat up, and, like, everybody's jumping up. He, 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 can't, he can't get a little hit in. <laughs> hey, man, leave him alone, man. Come here, man. Come here, man. You all right, man? You all right? Give him a little elbow. Yeah. I got beat up by a Simone chick, dude, in high school. I got beat up by a Mexican chick, just like that chick, bro. Yeah, this is, Leoma was her name. Hey, bro, she was, she knew how to fight, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. big fat chick has fought in prison, dog. You, but uh, you see <laughs> how many quick she hits fought yeah. against But you see also how she used the yeah. back to the bottom she's of her hand. She has she has fought in 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 closed areas yeah. before. But that she that was chopping she her, got bro. a lot of hits yeah. in per movement. But that know, chick, like, I think that chick really disrespected her and threw something at her on top of yeah. con or stuff. Yeah. She got she got wicked on her, but she got way more uh, wicked. She, she did what you did, bro. She got a courtesy cup trying to get trying to get Pepsi. But you have to do it smooth, dog. But she didn't do it smooth. Nah, and dude. Then see, here's, That's like sneaking in. This dog. guy drilled it down for you right here. Go for it. <laughs> All he focused on was the titty that popped out. It was a little titty. Nah, bro. that was titty. a sad titty. That was, <laughs> a little titty was sad, dog. That titty came out like a little little baby leg. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a happy titty, dog. That, that titty came out, bro, and then like she, she didn't even have time to hide it. Dude. Hell no, that was a defeated titty. 
Boy. What the? What was she thinking? Dude? She's retarded. She she's gonna like get, get, get yeah. out of that. Uh. She's all. She wants her job or whatever. I'm gonna. You talk can't shit. be disrespecting people who who haven't got a fucking raise since McDonald's started, bro. That goes to show you can't disrespect <laughs> anybody, dog. Is that any job? Is that fat chick was making twenty bucks an hour working there. Should have let that fucking sit. Should have let that sort of slide. Well, dog. to me, it looks like she was wearing a um a manager shirt. And the yeah, other thing, I think she's, she's caught her before and told shirt. her not to. Yeah. She looked like there was something personal there between. She them. called yeah. her a fat chick or whatever, and threw that, something at her. The chick, the, the little small chick, threw her, threw fries at her and a shake at her. Hell yeah! And then she was trying to hit her with that thing. Well, remember she grabs a chair full, and that fat chick grabbed the chair back, and she's all what? <laughs> she, that's when she finally backed down, and she's still trying to go over there and like scream at her. She dog. said that that girl's nipple had the Michael Jordan face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> little crying Jordan meme. Yeah, dude, she dude. got her ass fucking beat, dog. Dude. But she didn't fall. <laughs> dude, her her head fell, dude. You see how much time it got? It got it got it got smacked on the on the little uh the booth chairs that go together and it got smacked on the table, dog. And she, on the other side. She got beat up so bad, bro. It, it felt like she 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 were, she was accepted as a friend in 1980. <laughs> Dude, she got her good. Dog. She fucked her up. You huh? can't be disrespecting people like that. Just because people work at McDonald's doesn't mean you can say stuff to them, dude. And you know what? If they catch you, put the cup back. Go, oh, I apologize. Dude, you know what I mean? Shit. She wanted too much, dog. She uh, They gave her an inch and she took a foot. She got her ass kicked, man. Hell yeah, dog. That's a royal ass beat. Then the other, little, the, the other little chick was down too, though. Yeah, huh? and it's a little chonchita too, dog. Like, she got hers in, dog. She got her licks in, dude. They both got their licks in. Because she was trying to get up on her, too, dog. Grabbing shit and throwing at him. Are you dumb? You never do. You never hey, you mess with You see that big chick like that. was at her house later on the couch smoking a blunt laughing, dude? <laughs> yeah, I go, I tell her how I fucked her up and this and that, dude. I bet you she was, dog. See, I bet you those, if that lady has kids, dude, they don't, they don't, they don't try shit, dog. That's an American-ass American mom right there, dog. You ain't fucking around at that pad, dog. She sees nobody, don't bring anybody over? After they seen that video? I think they're going to make a value meal of that big lady, bro. It's going to be a little punch. Dude, she gets respected now. Everybody's going to kiss the ring, dog. <laughs> Seriously, fool. Imagine, dude, how many times that girl has to beat up people inside her house. Oh, yeah, dude. She probably punks her husband into sex, fool. That fool's all tired and shit. She ain't married. married. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, don't, I didn't see a ring, but, you know. She got it, huh? Yeah. She was, I, oh, dude, the funniest meme I saw in that fight. Was um, it was um, it was the big girl getting another punch in? And My Skype is coming in. Oh, what that's the not fuck? me. It's a beat right there, huh? That's a Skype noise. It's a new DJ Khaled song. It's not my phone. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> I was like, nobody's calling here. <laughs> Aaron, the engineer. But uh, that little meme you said. Oh, there was a meme. And it, you know it was, it was um, the big girl holding that little girl's throat. She's about to hit her again, and I it said, about that. "And it said, um, when your dog has something in his mouth and you don't know what it is, you're trying to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> when your dad's, when your dog has something in his mouth and you're trying to take it out of his mouth, hilarious, dude. She got rocked, dude. <clears throat> you got shows coming up, dog." Yes, August 7th, we're back at the Fox in Riverside, downtown Riverside with Mr. Martin Moreno, a Latino comedy all-star. You know what? 
Please come out, 8 p.m. Tickets available at the door. Uh, August uh, 9th, we are doing the Easy Speak Comedy again in Echo Park. We'll have Flacco there if he survives. And uh, you guys can get uh, tickets or RSVP at easyspeakcomedy at gmail.com. Also, August 14th, I'll be in Temecula at the Shamrock. And uh, hit me up on my IG to get the details on that. And also, August 21st, I'll be at the Dime in Hollywood with Adam Hunter. Yeah, man. What's up, fool? What's this? Why is this on the top of my feet? I didn't know Moana had a podcast. <laughs> What's up, fool? Welcome to the Aquaman podcast. We'll try to bag, huh? Try to bag and shit, man. Let's see a picture of you, dog. What's up, fool? NC Swap Life. North what? Carolina. North Carolina. What up, dog? Big ups. NC. Jacksonville. We just heard that improv, or Levity has a new, it's going to be an improv, a new club in North Carolina. Really? It's going to be in uh, Charlotte. Oh, damn. You were in Raleigh last time, right? Yes, Raleigh. Oh, maybe this is going to be near Raleigh. I can't remember. I think it's near Raleigh, like 20 minutes away. You know all those improvs are all in the suburbs. Forget, no, we, we, we're going to have a... No, we have... Um, you know how um, President Trump sta- is starting the the Space Force? Yeah, man. Um, Jeff Session today is starting the, the Religion Force. Religious Liberty Task Force. Religious Liberty Task so Force. So what does that entail? Well, it, according Something, to them, go ahead. He, he stole the idea from Handmaid's Tale, by the way. <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Basically, it's... it's uh, all religion, right? Well, they say all religions, Except but for, uh, they've been really highlighting the Christian you know, religion. But um, they're going to basically be handling any issues that have to do with people's religious liberties being infringed upon things like like, like somebody having a poster of a cross in their, their workplace maybe but maybe i don't yeah i don't know that that would have any bearing on anybody's civil liberties or anything like that but um because then you have the question of civil civil liberties and 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 it's already guaranteed church and to state. You in, uh, i know there's the already those things i know the thing is there is no attack on the religious Right, there is no re- attack on Christianity, and he actually ended his statement saying, "We will say Merry Christmas again." Oh my! I mean, God, seriously, dude. these people think people aren't allowed to say Merry Christmas. I say Happy Holidays just on uh, just to piss people. I off. say Happy Holidays because I worked in customer service for years in New York City and L.A., and there's a lot of people who are not religious yeah. and who don't celebrate Christmas. So I tell them to fuck <laughs> off. I just say Happy Holidays because that covers everybody. Now, doesn't that go it under has the nothing umbrella? Nothing to do with. Yeah, it's under government, the umbrella, wa- yeah. Government waste? It's like, dude, anything oh, it's else I waste money on? It's total Jesus, waste. Jesus, dude. It's ridiculous. And it's like, okay, this, these would handle issues like the bakers who didn't want to make a cake for the, ba- the gay wedding or... Um, oh, like, so, like... Supreme Court ruled in their favor, by the way, but very a, yeah, vague. Yeah, yeah. A, a very vague ruling. What, what one? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying that it's it's uh, it, these things are already taking care of themselves. Right, There's right, no right, need right. for a task force. If it's something that infringes on your rights. Task force, bro. It was just like when homeboy, uh, what, Daryl Gates started crash. It's like, dude, really, dude? I mean, I can kind of understand that. But this? A task force. I can't wrap my head around that, dog. I know. It's it's really kind of scary. So... Jehovah Winner cannot knock at my door no more. What are really saying? <laughs> Imagine, yeah, yeah. Do we have a right not <laughs> not to be? Because they said because even like uh, you sometimes you leave a little Roman Catholic sign up there, your mom or whatever leaves it, and they still not. Or the Lafayette, they leave the little Jewish thing right there on top of the door. The mezuzah. The mezuzah. Yeah, that's yeah, like don't come in here. A Muslim brother, they have the two knives, bro, hanging. This <laughs> 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 said two knives. Dog. The sabers, swords, dog. two sabers, sabers bro. 
Every Muslim I ever met was like cool as hell, dog. Nice. Yeah. Every Mormon I ever met. Every we Muslim are gonna start saying Merry met. Christmas. <laughs> Whatever, dog. I stopped saying Merry Christmas, bro. But my parents stopped buying me presents, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I stopped saying Merry Christmas. Well, I didn't get what I wanted. No, no, no. They know Merry Harry. <laughs> We're barely happy. Who <laughs> said barely happy, dog? If you say Happy Christmas, you get mad too, huh? Yeah, who cares? Do it, dude. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Rasa. I think people are afraid of, the, I think those people don't like the fact that a lot of people don't say Christmas, but I see it everywhere. There is no shortage seen, of Christmas. I've been seeing Xmas for a long time. Xmas yeah. is an, X is an, an, is an acceptable abbreviation for CH. It always has, or actually it's for the word cross or Chris. X has always been an acceptable shortcut for that. It's just a shortcut. I thought it was X-Men. <laughs> People are crazy, dog. What are you going to change culture with that, dude? Come on, man. People fall for it, huh? Oh, dude, a lot of people fall for it. Because a lot of people get on American all like, pissed and like, red. Like, like that piece of California won't fly. Dude, or New York, dog. Or New York, you know. I think what these people are basically saying is California and New York aren't the arbiters of what but American look, culture is. You know what I mean? Like you, they're saying, don't don't forget about the rest of us in the country. In look, the middle. Fuck you and your square the, dancing. What they call the flyover look at law, states. Look at law, law textbooks. Most of the decisions are either Cali or New York. So they're yeah. huge. Yeah. They have more influence because, you know what I mean? And I love the Dice Man one time because he was bagging on Letterman. He's all, hey, Letterman, he's your farmer. Everybody between L.A. and New York is your farmer. <laughs> That shit was hilarious, dude. <laughs> People were just staring at that fool at the comedy store. When he used to wear those big old cloaks, he used to go uh, a geese 80 times. Everybody. <laughs> a geese. All these people, urine color. This <laughs> swear, dude. Uh, Whatever, Jeff Sessions. Yeah, People that's, get offended by that, huh? If you were to give get, um, the Diceman a guest spot at like a regular show, oh, like an out show, he just shows up, bro, with glitter. I would love him to fucking put on the 15,000 uh, rhinestone jacket, dog. Did he have it on when we saw him in Miami? <laughs> nah, dog. He was a. Uh, he had a. Uh, he had a different muscle. He shirt had like a, a shirt that you have, like those workout shirts, cut yeah. right here, cut of cut on the shoulders, <laughs> loose and big, probably like a three X, big long shorts, and boots, and boots. Like MC Poncho's chill, chillaxing. The wear. ski glasses. <laughs> yeah, dog. Oh, he tinted, he had tinted yellow. He loves those old Jewish lady glasses. Yeah, he dude. Does, man. He, Andrew, that's my son. Remember when Fred Stoller it. goes? Yeah, his mom's a bully. He goes to the bakery and shoots to the front of the line. Don't you know who I am? I'm Andrew's mother. Make sure that everything's fresh that you give me. <laughs> I'll pay you next week. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Brooklyn's finest dog testifying, fool. By the way, we're waiting for our guest. He's uh, running, a, running a little late. What's up, fool? They, they have the gloves on. Yes, he did have the yes, gloves on. Yes, fool. At the dice man. man. And guess what, man? At the end of the show, everyone stood up. And he did. He fu- he put up his collar, even though he don't smoke no more. He lit up that fucking marble light. Yeah, he don't hit it. And he went, <laughs> hickory, hickory, doc. Um, uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh! Unbelievable. <laughs> Standing ovation. It, dude, it was an awesome show. That was swearing like a motherfucker, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was t- dude, and it's tight because that was his new act, dog. I think he, he has he has um back rubs, shoulder rubs on his rider, bro. 
as soon as he gets off. By yeah, somebody. dude, to untense him. Yeah, I mean, I, he's yeah, his rider, so like somebody who works somebody, there has to give him shoulder rods. Yeah, a yeah woman. I think it's even a woman though, too. too. Yeah, request that. That's yeah. illegal. No, yeah, uh, he, he wants yeah, a Polish some, yeah. woman. Because they told us because we're gonna chill out with him they for a little bit, and he's all, he's all, he's getting rubbed up right now. He's getting a massage. A yeah, massage. Like, massage. Damn, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he didn't want to talk to us right away, dog. You know, fix his little hairs. The dice is king, bro. Fuck yeah, he's a he's a shit dog. Dice, dice is complete you know excitement. What, you know what I didn't know, man? What fool? That um, that I didn't know that um, what I didn't know. Suicide Tendencies, when they came out, they were, I didn't know that there were so many fights at their concert that they started banning them. They didn't really get a chance to play. They got banned from the Palladium because they ripped the chairs off and threw them at people and shit. And like, just, they didn't even get a chance to they play. They were banned from Fenders. Yeah, yeah. Them, they were performing Fenders in, Ballroom, and that's yeah, an old school punk were club. Bon- they, were bon- they were banned from there. They, they, they ended up performing in um, recreation centers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, else, no, no one else would have them, I guess. Yeah, huh? they were, dude, a like, mad liability, dude. Like, their shows were crazy because there was even a gang su- they called was, They were the real deal. Huh? They were the first um, mixed gang where, 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 where fools started wearing Pendleton's, huh? Yeah, and the like, little hat, that, cholos, the hat huh? that goes up, that's all they had. But they all took that from the street. Him, Psycho Michael, the original drummer, AWOL, and then uh, Rocky George, the original guitar player. Man, dude, they were, they were hardcore, dog. And they were suit like by the time the um, all I wanted is a Pepsi. That song came out. They were all like super famous and kind of mainstream. But before that, dude, they were the real deal. And then that dude that's in Metallica now, uh, Trujillo, he was in that band too. And then he did that weird thing for a while, like that funk band called Infectious Grooves. Um, he did that for a while too. Before and then they now they're back with the Suicidal Dog touring. What's up, fool, Rafael? What's up? What's happening, brother? Pleasure to meet you, man. Oh, for sure, dude. So exciting, so exciting. We got Rafael Agustin right here. We're just talking about Suicide Tennessee. <laughs> you know. And the ca- whole punk ca- scene from back then. <laughs> casual casual uh, Wednesday talk. What yeah, Monday, man. Tuesday? What day is it today? Monday. 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 Casual Monday talk. Today, Monday, bro. 30th. Dude. That's so crazy. You have a case of the Mondays, bro? No, I don't get that. I don't understand why people have a case of the Mondays. They're all mad. You don't, you don't work at an office. I've had Even a, when I had a job yeah. and stuff. No, I don't get it. I know. Some people, people, people put it on the app. That's for people who do mornings, But you would never have a case for the Monday. Because I do park, grab the truck, go to Leisure Park, and fall asleep again. <laughs> no, I work, fool. But no, I think it's people who don't, who aren't like morning people, who, who aren't, who, you know, who can't function in the morning. Those people who say, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. Whatever. You think city workers still lazy, bro? Have Hell yeah, you can catch them sleeping. Go to Riverside Drive, dog. To LA County. Even uh, more LA out. County? Um, I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think LA County is a little bit more hardcore than the city. The city more lax, I believe. I remember going to, uh, when I was on a good one, you know, I was partying, and I went to the liquor store to buy more liquor. I, I was buying out. I was, I was going out Danny Bonaduce style, bro. All I needed was a longboard. <laughs> a bottle of vodka. <laughs> yeah, I bought a vodka. <laughs> I bought a bottle of vodka and cranberry juice, you know, to get the, the vitamins going. <laughs> and, I bought, and I bought Brillo. And I saw, oh, my God. And I saw a city worker go in there with those big old dump trucks, bro. Big dump trucks. Yeah. That fool bought a snicker. And Hennessy, bro. Oh my God. And he put it all, and it, right outside, the fool was shaking, pouring it inside a little bottle, a little green thing, a little, little flask. Flask. Pour it all in there, bro. Whatever left over, downed it, tore up that hot, tore up that Snicker bar. To cover up the drank his Drank his grape soda, and then took another whiff, got in the city truck, went back to work. Yeah, how many of those guys are there who are just There's functioning grips. just to get See, the grape soda is the most important part of that, that story, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's what changed everything. Welsh is grape, man. <laughs> 
But, but, but a lot of our listeners who, have, who drink a lot are thinking, hey, he's fucking up his teeth, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he's, fucking up, he's fucking up his teeth with that, with that snicker bar and that grape soda. Getting alcoholic with cavities, dog. It was only, it was like 10, dude. Oh, yeah, he had to get his fix, dog. Uh, house life is probably hard it's like for a, that. It's like when you smoke, when you, like when you hit a bowl, huh? For one little sip, it's enough for them, huh? Maybe I can never drink it. Can you drink like that, Rafa? No, no, not no more. I'm I'm, I'm retired, <laughs> man. I, 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 used to, I used to go hard. Not no more. Damn. Mezcal and tequila. That's what Happy oh, birthday, Berrones. Hey, Berrones. I thought it was George Perez, bro. I thought it was George Perez from Taco <laughs> Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Today's also Gino Rodriguez's birthday. So there you go. Oh, wow. you, you share. Happy birthday to the, the Latinx Illuminati. Gino right Rodriguez. <laughs> Jane the Virgin. You were right with Jane the Virgin. Yeah, yeah. I just came from the writer's room. Sorry I'm late. Oh, I huh. literally just, we wrapped up the room, jumped in my car, came hauling ass over here. There's another, actually, there's not really a podcast, bro. We're, we're writing a new movie. We're just going to, you, 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 you're, you're part of the staff writer now. So. <laughs> <laughs> need, it's not even a podcast. We, we this need, is all live. We, we, need, we need your ideas. <laughs> we never happened sign, to you. Sign this NDA. Whatever happened to you, man, this business, when you just show up and go, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say we're going to be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just think we're going to shit. There's a red carpet happening this week for a movie that you were never in. And they're tagging them? And you're listed on the IMDb as the no, in this movie. No, shut up. Yeah. Get out of here. It's called Suicide Road Trip. And I don't know what Ian Edwards is invited to the, the thing. His name is on the IMDb. I don't think this movie ever got made. Suicide Road Trip? I don't know. <laughs> it's such a mystery. I they saw some. And they invited you to the premiere this week. They sound like some actresses with, who pay a publicist who, who oh, don't yeah. even have a movie coming out. Oh, yeah. Dude, but there's got to be a movie that? if there's a premiere, right? Wow. Well, at least I'm coming out somewhere, right? <laughs> 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 I'm not even in. in I, was never, I, was never, I was never casted. But I'm wow. in the red carpet, eh? Good to be wanted. It's good <laughs> right? to be wanted. This is, Alex said the guest looks like George Perez's older and normal brother, no felonies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the gang accountant. <laughs> George Perez, I'm, if he I'm never good. did drugs. <laughs> Greg Perez. I will say you're an old pit bull, bro. <laughs> Dude, don't be hitting on pit bull. Sexy old pit bull. What's up? Lupita is the guest, bro. You're everybody, bro. All <laughs> I know, huh? This is a bald head, man. I'm trying to categorize you. So, how long have you been writing for Jane the Virgin? This is uh, my second season, and this is actually our last season. We're closing it out now. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been great. It's been an awesome ride. Um, I started season four, and actually Vulture two weeks ago called last season. Well, actually, they just <coughs> named Jane the Virgin the best show on television. Oh hell so yeah! So that's dude. freaking dope for a Latino family. That's that's pretty freaking dope. How long has the show been on? Uh, season. Five, so five years. Oh, really? Yeah, four, four years, wow. yeah. Time flies. So, so you're like a staff writer on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staff writer. Um, the only Latino male uh, writing on that show. There's there's a bunch of Latinas, some, some women of color, uh, a lot of ladies, which is great because writers' rooms in general are not very diverse and don't have a lot of women. Uh, but yeah. Well, stick with it because there are no Latino showrunners. That's one thing. There, you know what? There, <laughs> like there isn't. There isn't. Our, our two, <laughs> we only have two Latinas who are showrunners, and that's Gloria Calderon Kellett with uh, One Day at a Time, time. on Netflix mm-hmm. and Tanya Saracho with uh, Vida on Stars. Those are like our only two. Yeah. We need more. Well, Valentina Garza, which we're trying to get into. What? That's my like girl. animated stuff. But Val- Valentina's yeah. on in the Jane oh, room. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. She, she used to write for The Simpsons. Yeah. And now she's writing for Jane. Yeah, we want to meet with her, by the way. You should. You <laughs> trying should. to put out, we're trying to get in touch with her, but uh, her manager's not um, helpful. Well, you go over here looking at Ricky Steamboat and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark, bro. Where you been at? The beach? Tunnel, see. <laughs> 
everybody surfing or what? Bodyboarding. Trying. But yeah, yeah we're, dude, we're developing a sitcom right now, and we're trying to meet Latino showrunners. Yeah, man, we had like two meetings already. And we've, oh, yeah. we've met with two white guys. We're meeting with the third... And it's just like these are who they're packaging. Wait, hold on, hold on. You you were attached to to a show last season. Yeah, with Peter Murrieta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What ago. happened to that show? And, uh, we, we I went was following all, it closely. We <laughs> went all the way to. They said yes. ABC said yes to a script. Okay. But said no to shooting the pilot. Yeah. And then so that was a holding deal. And then Fox also wanted it, so they pitched it to Fox. Fox wanted it. Uh, Eva Longoria's production company got added to the whole mix. And so we thought that was a nice push, but then Fox and Disney's whole merger thing yeah. uh, or buyout yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. messed everything up, and then all the projects were on hold except for like two. And so it's kind of dead in the water. So, oh, I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I sold my show last year too to CBS CBS Studios. Which one? Um, based on my life as a former undocumented student. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was called Illegal at the time. I'm still debating what the title's going to be, but. Uh, I'm going out in a few weeks to sell it. Hopefully, Good gets picked you. up there. So, where are you from? Uh, what's that shit you're claiming? Like, damn! <laughs> I just sat down, bro. Got hit up. I know. Uh, born in Ecuador, South America. Oh wow! Uh, came to LA when I was seven years old. A long ass walk. That's a motherfucker. You don't even know. <laughs> um, to, but, wow! You, 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 I mean, you and your mom, your parents came illegally that far. When that far? Uh, we. Like most undocumented immigrants, we came on tourist visas and just overstayed, you know? It's been like 20-some-odd years. You, old you can say it's overstayed. People don't understand that. That was the old-school way of just staying here. It's still common. Like, yeah. um, before, like, I don't know, Willie Barcena told me that um, they used to cross the border, and they were like, we got going, we're just going to go to Disneyland for the day. And they'll let them come in for the Disneyland, then leave. It was way easier back staying. in the day. Yeah. But some people way. had visas, too, though, because they were coming in to go to Disneyland, but then they'll stay. Um, that 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 rhetoric of build the wall is so stupid because the like seventy percent of undocumented immigrants fly first class here. You know what I'm saying? I know, man. But a lot of students um over overstay their visas, huh? I yeah. knew Chinese students yeah, who would overstay visas in New York City, and they were just like oh. a lot of tech companies. Last time. They're like, I can't continue to go to school, but I'm not supposed to stay here. But I'm going now. To when you stay here with your <laughs> visa, overstay your visa, then you're kind of documented anyhow, right? Semi documented. Well, technically, you're not supposed to be... Right, right. But they have expires. tabs on you is what I'm asking. They have tabs on you anyway. Like, my parents paid taxes every year that they were in this country. Like, they weren't documented, and they weren't allowed to be here, but the IRS was like, well, collect it. your money. Right, you know right. Like, it's all good. Yeah, like a lot of immigrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my pops was like, you know what? I, I want to do everything as much as by the book as I can now and to show that I love this country. And literally, he paid taxes every year, and we pay... Payroll tax and income tax and sales tax. You know, we could, we're American in every sense of the word, except you know the fact that we're undocumented. And the American Revolution was uh, founded on the idea that there's no taxation without representation, right. and that's what they're doing to like what 12 million, 13 million undocumented Americans in this country. Not just taxes, but Social Security too. They can't and claim that, so that right. they can't claim that Social Security, but they pay into it for the current generation who's that's right. They're tired. And what I sold, like my TV show, was like a comedy. Um, I wrote it as a Latino, The Wonder Years. Like me just telling my life story when I was in high school, because this, this is what happened to me. I was the class president, the prom king, the top 10% of my class. Then I applied to go to college, and I found out I was undocumented when I applied to go to college. Your folks never told you? I didn't know. Damn. I didn't know. And that's so common now with dreamers who are like, oh, I'm going to continue my education. Right. And then they get back like, 
you're not, you're not even like find out. you're not even legal, bro. You live in even Josue, bro. Wake up call, Manny Lopez. So what'd you do, dude? Um, then what happened to Alfred Robles? Yeah, he applied to be an officer, right? A cop? I, I don't think we know the whole story, dude. I think the story is a little a little munched up. So I don't I don't I don't know any details. People go ask him right now. <laughs> your, your mom didn't tell you until you were like eleven or twelve, right? But you're in school still. I found another hardware. My mom told me to run. Amiga, <laughs> <laughs> go. Wait, so you? I didn't know this about you. Yeah, with my family, with my brother, my my mom, my dad came here and his first. New special. And then uh, we came here afterwards. My brother, we, we dressed my we dressed my brother like a little girl. Yeah, no, they, you're they lying. Girl, they had a girl's passport. Mixed well, that was always a common trick amongst people too, is uh, to use other people's passports to cruise in. I have to wear a mustache and show a little midget. This <laughs> <laughs> already driving a cab, huh? I came with my herramienta. This <laughs> Yeah, man, we we got um, we got. I don't even I don't remember that like, we were living in Tijuana too. I went back a couple of weeks ago. Were you living there because you got sent back? We were living you there because that, that was like our that was, like, our hub, like the way station. Way station. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Most of the people, like that guy we met at Tijuana, he said that most of the people who are here, they're trying to get across yeah. or they're stuck here. Or they're back. They're there, returning. No, aquí, aquí, aquí pura Sinaloa. He said a lot of the tastes, a lot of the customs, are, they're very Sinaloa because most of the people who came in the beginning were from Sinaloa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dude. just settled in Tijuana. Chalino did that. Chilled out on TJ for a while and then creeped over here. I thought they just went for the cheap mariscos, man. That guy was crazy. <laughs> That's on Puerto Nuevo, yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. Bomb-ass lobster. What you know about that? <laughs> I just know that it was eleven ninety nine. <laughs> now it's more. I, the first time I ate there was eleven ninety nine. I fucking tore it up. Nobody was paying attention. I ate an extra, extra lobster. Should I eat like four of them, dog? And a, a, a fireworks store blew up next door. Because I was going to ask, because with your story, you're already slated to go to, like, uh, some Ivy League, Ivy League schools, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was and on then, my way to, like, univer- high-profile universities. And then, uh, so you find that out, and then you kind of, yeah. like, what, went the community college route, and then uh, totally. turned up to UCLA? Man, you, you called it right there. Like, I got depressed, I didn't know what to do with my life, and ended up at the only place that would accept me, community college. So you like, never gave up the fight, because your folks are a little bit more, like, you know, get your education. Yeah, um, my dad is actually a pediatric surgeon in Ecuador, and he came to this country to work at a car wash. And my mom is an anesthesiologist. She's a doctor, too, and she came to work at Kmart. So they always instilled, like, go, get an education. Like, yeah, you're always going to school. We can't pay for it. You pay for it yourself, but you got to go to school. And, yeah, I, I just, you know, like, I was depressed in my life. Like, I thought I was, like, a fucking white kid. That's that's the funny thing. Like, you're living I, the dream. I was, man, I had hair back then. And when, <laughs> and when I had hair, I dyed it blonde. I thought it was Zach Morris. Letterman jacket. Oh, it, was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Letterman jacket and everything. OP shorts. <laughs> So I didn't, I didn't know how to react to the news because I never saw an episode of, like, Saved by the Bell where Zach gets deported. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what the fuck do I do? It's crazy. So I went to community college. That's exactly what I did. So what happened, man, when you found out? Well, how did you find out, eh? Uh, I think it was a letter that was sent to me from, the, from one of the universities. Like, you are a perfect candidate. Can you send us your real social security number? Damn. And I was like, that is the rule. What the hell? Is, what? Mom? Oh, so, they, so they had checked and it didn't yeah, come back. Yeah, yeah, so your mom just took, did it, not very responsible. Yeah, but you know, family secrets. You know, yeah, you know what, But you know like, what's funny? Like, I tell him, he's doing good. That, <laughs> don't ruin the fucking party. I asked my <laughs> mom. There you go. <laughs> I kind of was. But I asked my mom, like all these years later, like, why didn't you tell me? She was she straight upset because um, we didn't want you to feel different. There you go. We don't want you to feel different. And she said these words. I put it in the fucking show because it's so fucking relevant. She said, dreams should not have borders. I was like, 
Damn. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> I believe it's like, where'd you pull that shit out from me? <laughs> you can't write corny shit like that. My mom said it. <laughs> Look, that, look, that's funny from the jerk. <sighs> you mean I'm gonna stay this color? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was not your social. Who was it? Eh? Uh, Eloy. Eh? You didn't yeah, know yeah, the yeah, social yeah. started with a number. It started with a letter, dog. <laughs> it was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> I was like, a lot. this Come is so on, convenient. His social was eight, six, seven, five, three. <laughs> but a lot of Latinos do that. They'll go back to Mexico, have somebody, an, another immigrant, work that social, then they'll come back, and now you can you get your immig- your uh, social security sent back to Mexico. Yeah. You're double dip nasty. I think my my tia my tia tata tia tita did that, bro. But she yeah. was a citizen. She was though, born right? in Arizona, lived most of her life in Mexico. But anytime somebody went over here, they worked. Mm-hmm. There you go, dog. And she and guess who collected that? Who collects all that money now? Her at the end. Bam. There you go, dog. But she, she went, every, every month she goes to Mexico, to gets go that social the US. security, yeah. picks up that check. She has a tia over there, puts the residence there. The check goes there. Yeah. She picks up the check, cashes it, goes back to Mexico. But nobody know nothing. Yeah, you have to receive now. it in the U.S. Yeah, because yeah. I had a great uncle. That How I, many people uh, do that? You think a grip, dog, a yeah. grip. And then because you need a social to even work, you yeah. know what I mean? Or a TIN. You, know, you don't social need a social. Now? You need a, a, a TIN. Don't put me on blast. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me fired from Jane the Virgin. <laughs> well, the flip side of that, Quinn, I was going to tell you is uh, my, my dad, for example, this country didn't uh, invest in his education. They didn't, like, pay for his schooling. He came at his prime to work his ass off here. So that the other side, the other side of that coin is all the immigrants who come and – this country didn't invest to make them what they are. Right. Who give their lives and their best years of fucking labor and employment to this country. Double shifts, yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. overtime. Triple shifts. And that's a lot of things that gets overshadowed, too. The professionals that come here for menial jobs, but they still come out and they still shine and still end up owning property yeah, and come up I on did, top. I've met, like, Lyft and Uber drivers who are like, yeah. I used to be an engineer in my country. There were two yeah. cops at the restaurant I worked at. They were bus boys. They were cops in Mexico. It's like, why would you come here? Like, full big ass, full bumping into shit. It's that much better over here. <laughs> I know, here, I, guess. I guess. He brought his whole family over. But with a cop in, like, in a little ass town where they only have one possibly. gun. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's possible. <laughs> I've been to, I see movies, bro. <laughs> one. I've seen movies. I see movies in shitty towns, bro, where the guy's a cop. He's catching the bus, dude. Look at Bumpy Lou. He has the full handcuffs handcuff in the bus, dog. Oh, my God, dude. This was a sharing a gun, dog. He's got a badge in the bus. Hurry up, bro. He's getting away. It's like a, bro, this is a funny. Dude. I, when I, I forgot where I was. Remember when we were in the South? Uh-huh. I saw this little story on the, the first ever black police officer or sheriff. And, um, in the was, U.S.? In the yeah. U.S., in the South. And he was in, in Houston, South. Texas. Yeah, because I was going to say. Uh, and he was not allowed to arrest white people. Yeah, oh, I, crazy? I've heard what? that before. But that's crazy. He goes, so you're telling me. You have no authority goes, you're not, you. you're not. He was not allowed to arrest white people. So what would you do if, um, if uh, I, was, uh, I was asking questions to him in my head, you know, even though he's gone. Sir. Sir, well, <laughs> what happens if there's two black guys and three white guys running the bank? <laughs> well, I'm going to blow them I'm gonna blow them black food away and tell the white dudes to have a good day. <laughs> He's just helping white people arrest black people. <laughs> That's crazy. It sounds a lot like law enforcement still. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, hey. Oh, dude, we're man. gonna give you. We're gonna make you the chief 
but you cannot arrest the high society. <laughs> that what happened, man. In, in fuck, remember cop, the fucking um, copland. I'll buy that for a dollar. Robocop. Robocop. He could arrest. He couldn't arrest high so rich people, mm-hmm. bro. Only poor people. Like you try to shoot that main dude. Nothing. Da, 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 I mean, who gets who gets it today? You know what I mean? It's programmed like that. Dang, that's like prophecy right there. Yeah, man. So what happened, bro? After you, you didn't have no social. So what you do, man? Uh, uh, uh community college. Community college. Went, East LA college. Uh, I went to Mount San Antonio College. Mount San. Have, have you heard like, of Mount San? Did you feel like it was pointless though at that point? Like, can I just say something real quick about Mount Sac that I hate so much when you? <laughs> Type it on your on your text. It, it autocorrects to my sack. So instead of mouth, yeah, I tell Somebody people, to, yeah, talk come Siri about come that. to my sack. Uh, anyways, you were saying? I thought no, you said although I thought you said about monster. Like all those chicks like to party. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No, six, I was just saying that, that uh, you said you're depressed and everything. So going to community college, like that was the lesser choice for you. So, so you went to all E's, huh? So yeah, did yeah, you yeah, just yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, this cool. is pointless? Like doesn't matter a little bit. that I'm going A little there? bit. Like I'm just going through the motions? A little bit because I didn't know how long my immigration st- yeah. uh, limbo was going to last. So that's how – actually, that's how I got into entertainment because I, uh, I just – I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just took every single class known to men from like chemistry to anthropology to political science – and I stumbled into like performing arts and theater and all this stuff, and that's how I accidentally started doing it. Did you have brother and sisters? They find out too. Well, here's the funny thing: I am an anomaly within the Latino community because I'm an only child, uh, which is weird because we are ever- very fertile people. But uh, I, I, no, I don't have any brothers. Don't and sisters. be lying, dog. Well, you had two doctors. The, parents, uh, allegedly, <laughs> that, allegedly, that I know. No, my my dad has uh, three, and my biological father has four but i'm my mom's only so i grew up an only child actually wow. a lonely yeah. child huh? so how no, did- not really i my my thing is about building family and communities everywhere i go do you know what i mean so like i never felt like i was i was alone oh is that relationships cracking yeah. yeah 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 you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying sorry what was it oh i was just saying so how did you get um you so you said you stumbled into performing arts yeah. and that sort of thing how did you it, you started acting first right uh yeah that was your first, first. thing and it was funny because I didn't want to do it. I thought all my cholo friends were going to beat me up. And they'd be like, oh, that's gay. You can't believe you're performing, dog. <laughs> but uh, I, I did this play amongst act that I get nominated for acting to compete at this, like, five-state acting competition. Really, it was four states and Utah. But, yeah, I guess five states. <laughs> and, and out of, like, 900 of these students who are competing, I won. And then they flew me out to the Kennedy Center uh, in Washington, D.C., which was like two blocks from Homeland Security. So I am this undocumented student performing like two blocks from Homeland Security. It was like the scariest freaking thing in the world. <laughs> uh, that the, the acting stuff got me into UCLA. I went to UCLA School of Theater, Film, and Television. And it was there that I, was, uh, that I realized that there was hardly any roles for people of color, uh, let alone Latinos. And I figured that I had to write myself into existence. And that's when I started writing when, when I was at UCLA. This is the most important thing here because a lot of people want to be in front of the camera, of course, and, you know, we're developing stuff for him, but... And you should, because this but, dude is hilarious. But you, you, you can't develop anything if you don't have the writers and producers who are people of color. They won't get it. They'll just say no. They just don't get it. It's the reason why five Latino sitcoms got a thumbs down last year. And it's it's the reason why more things don't get on the air because there aren't people writing these stories. These 
the non the, the people who are heading these these uh, networks or green lighting projects or whatever they want good ideas but if they think the idea is so foreign to them they think that it's so different such a different culture or a different thing to write for they don't understand it they're just going to say no to it they're just going to reject it so if you don't have people in those positions saying yes or green lighting things or writing things it, we're, you're not going to see more of this stuff on, on the air. It doesn't matter how many Latino actors, how many black actors you have, how many Asian actors, they have to be in the writing room. They have to be creating these projects. Black Panther doesn't happen just with Michael B. Exactly. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Or like, even with Stan Smith. I mean, yeah. Stan Smith. <laughs> Stan <laughs> Lee. Play the song. <laughs> even with Stan Lee, you know, you, even with him, like, that's not getting made. It had to have both of these. Yeah. People coming together. And, and no disrespect to Stan Smith, though. Right. right. <laughs> Whoever that is. The article you did <laughs> on the Stan tennis Smith. player. <laughs> the tennis player. Julio Adidas. Ellie Weekly. That was one of your point of emphasis. We got DPs, Latino actors, and all that, but where the emphasis we should focus on is the writing. It's a storytelling. There Absolutely. You so you were in you a play? A uh, yeah. So when I was at UCLA, I decided to, to like I said, write myself into existence, create my own opportunities, not wait for someone to give me a freaking role. Uh, so I wrote a show with two of my buddies. Uh, actually, it was five of us, but three of us were the stars. Uh, it was called Nigger Wetback Chink, or NWC. Nigger Wetback Chink. And I think we, I saw, we saw that at the Latino Laugh Festival. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, we, we were there. We opened, we opened the Latino Laugh yeah, Festival. I, 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 I was on that show. I remember. Because I remember I came on, and that guy came on, nigger, 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 nigger. That was it? That was us? No, no, he came on slow, like, nigger. But it was cool, because you got the whole play, Rodrigo. You were there? Mm-mm. The whole play... It, that, that's the only dialogue they have is nigger wear back chink and it's an Asian and that, guy well not the whole play we don't no, do that for 90 no. minutes yet, that's <laughs> the opening that's the opening that's the number the opening because it, it just makes you go what because <laughs> it just makes you go what yeah. right away like because it'll, like, like, it'll be like it'll be a nigger chink wear back and then Monsieur went up to try to make it into a bed bomb. Uh, <laughs> but, I but remember. Just, it's like mentioning he was the, the MC. The host. Yeah, it's like mentioning right. different stereotypes and things like that, right? And then well, it's, it, guy it was up to it the was front. a show. It was a show about how these you got one two or two, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Made a lot awesome. of money too. Uh, it was. It's about how these this, these words try to take place of our cultural identity. So we decided to tell our personal stories through comedy because you're not going to address a serious issue like racism in America uh, if not through comedy. Uh, so we thought this show would only last like a year, two years, and literally we toured for like eight months, nine months out of the year, like crazy, like crazy, and it wouldn't stop. And then eventually Hollywood came a calling, and we started developing this as a TV show, but uh, it was my first foray into uh, TV development, and it was the worst experience of my life. Really? Because you said in that same interview that it turned into kind of like a social justice piece. So it was a social justice piece. That's, I mean, when, when we first started, we were like, all right, how can we actually say something, speak to a new generation, and excite like a, a theater audience, right? So we said, let's step away from what people think of as theater and, and bring in elements of like slam poetry and stand-up, right? And, and the show, it's truly a traditional three-act play, but because it's a comedy, people think, oh, it's improv. These dudes just get up and do improv. And it was like the same improv every night, you know what I, I mean? I've been promoting you and, and that show. Lies, bro. <laughs> for a long time, bro, like for a long time, I thought you were on um, Better Call Saul. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. For real, dog. I was like, yeah, the homie. He's going to come the down. The homie socks. You know, and that, and that fool is not even Latino. I think he's like well, British or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Walk fucking good actor. Yeah, he's a great yeah, actor. Yeah, 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 that's hilarious. Together, walk down. Better call Saul that Tavo Rafael. Kind of looks like him. Oh, Mando. No, he's Latino. No, I don't think he is. Yeah? No, no he's, he's like homeboy from uh, yeah, yeah. from uh, Training Day. Like, oh, you mean uh, the guy yeah, who's Maori? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Maori? Yeah, something like that. I don't think homeboy's Maori, but he's British. Like Alfred Molina and shit. I mean, the guy in... in Better calls. I mean, the other guy is Maori. Yeah. Did, did you go to the opening night for Taco Shop? No, bro. I was, I was doing something else. I was with him. I was out, of, out of town. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was in Chicago, town. too, but I heard all about it. And it's good to see that that movie finally came out. It did its thing. I heard it's, like, really popular amongst, like, the urban youth. The, yeah, when I heard of people watching it. Also, man, Rafael was in Taco Shop. He plays socks. Yeah, I don't know how many of these people have watched Taco Shop, but... A lot of drama in that movie, bro. I don't know how many fights were. I, I, I just fell asleep, bro, most of the time. <laughs> in your trailer? There were fools fighting, bro. Really? The sound guy was going to fight um, the director. The fucking guy with that, I don't know, man, the dude that does props or wood or carpenter. He was going to fight the director and the sound guy. And then the fucking guy, that the, the, the same wood guy, I don't know what he does. What he does cranes or what he does? Okay, yeah, yeah. He does. He does. The, he, I don't know what he does. The cameras. Boom. Oh, right. boom no, he together puts the. I don't know what he does. He puts like the all the cameras together like the his grip. Okay, he's the main grip. This who found a dog, a dog like a stray dog. So he had the dog on the set the whole time he was there, bro. He kept it. They were he found him, a dog and then kept it. They were telling him, right. man, you gotta get rid of that dog. He goes, not my dog now. And then he didn't like the food, bro, and he started a barbecue on set. With a dog. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. I never oh, independent kid. films, Felipe. You, you gotta love them. Divas, this one fool got shot across the street and killed. Oh, I remember that. I remember Damn. That. That's hilarious. I mean, that wasn't hilarious, but and then Rick, looking back at that production. <laughs> and then Rick Nathan rewrote the movie and put his face in every scene. <laughs> that guy is from Quebec. There you go. Yeah, he he added more scenes for himself. It became less about it Tyler became, Posey and more about the taco shop manager. Whoa. That I was confused about. I know, man. Like, it's I, a whole different movie than I saw six Didn't Homeboy get ago. fired from CBS for that Me Too stuff? Is it Rick? Yeah, yeah. He's I, I actually, down, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I know variety. Rick. I know Rick. Uh, he, he's actually a good guy. Um, they well, all know Rick. Whatever, whatever went down <laughs> there, I think he got the wrong end of that story. Oh, right. For sure, for sure. Um, the first thing is he was never an executive. So when they said that they fired him, they said we fire CBS executives. Yeah. I was like, Oh, oh you he never? Wish- been- yeah, he wishes he was he an wishes- executive. <laughs> and they only announce him as an executive when he's fired. That, that Meanwhile, Nunez still there. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And secondly, it was something about like a uh, inappropriate joke that he made in a, in a comedy space. You know what I mean? He wasn't. Man, he, he wasn't going down like Harvey. Right, well, the article made it sound that yeah, way. I read it, it too. It was really jacked. It was up. bad, dude. It was really jacked up. And then. A few days ago, did you see that the CBS of... Uh, Leslie Boomer? Yeah, yeah, the CEO of CBS. The guy that was giving Hard Stern a lot of trouble about 10 he's years still ago. On, he's crazy? still on the air. <laughs> see the dropping, the, the drop, the, the, the stock came down on CBS. Who's on the air? Well, he's still like executive, Who? right? Who? Leslie Moon Moonbest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. yeah. They didn't. They haven't done anything. Yeah, the only yet. homeboy that got justice as of late is at uh, Hardwick, right? What's up? No, but he's back. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. back. Right him, we have a couple of projects coming up. Well, uh, like I said, I have my TV show that I'm going to be selling. Hopefully, get illegal. it on the air. And if I'm, it's either going to be called. Okay, you have to tell me what's better, illegal or Rafa the Great. Rafa the Great. Rafa the Great for TV audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that's that's what everyone's trying to push me to. Um, 
And, and if it gets picked up, it'd be the first undocumented family on television. Okay. Sweet, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my goal. Felipe, yeah. if I can do that, then you and I have to make a TV show. Hell yeah. I'm, but oh, but if you want Valentina Garza, I get it. Well, uh, sure. well, no, She's dope. Looking, I love her. We're already yeah. looking for showrunners, but... Uh, you have another one called uh, US, US Share? You, you Share? Us Share. Us Share. The, uh, the show? You, you share? share? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm launching a, a, a digital platform like through YouTube called Annoying Cousin. And we have a bunch of shows that we've been putting up. Uh, you Share is going to be one of them. LA143, a young Latinx, like Latina, finding love in LA. Like, uh, truly, I'm trying to figure out the way to properly develop content that I could then turn and sell to television, right? So this is going to be a platform where I'm going to be developing a bunch of stuff, including You Share. And uh, I still have all my other TV projects, including a, a Latino Atlanta that I wrote that I'm going to be probably taking out. Either this TV cycle or next TV cycle. On um, the Nigger Webback chain, you guys toured the, the country, right? There, like colleges. Yeah, we you did like did, 42 states. Did, did you do NACA? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that place? Did you do that? Yeah. NACA. Th- that's where we started. Like, we did NACA, and then the very next day, we booked like for an entire like year. It was crazy. It was that's crazy. good, man. Because when, when I did NACA, I didn't book shit, bro. <laughs> Like, like the person next to me was running out of slips. I had to give him mine. Josh Wolf. <laughs> Josh Wolf. That's. I'm like, well, when did you go there? When did you go? 2010. Yeah, but your agent said that those were like smaller. My like, agent was gigs. asking for like I was, I was like my. He said store. those are smaller gigs. I just want to show I you. I can go to the lower prices. Then. Wait, wait, no, no, hold on, hold on. Did you perform at Naga? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you did yeah. perform at Naga. Damn, how much? How much were you asking for? It, well, the thing was like Naka pays nothing. Hey, they pay nothing. But. His agent was like, "Well, we'll just we're going to submit you to the bookers in a different way, so you'll get more money than these Naka gigs." So I was like, "What's the point of this? We already paid twelve hundred yeah, yeah, to yeah. be here." That's crazy. <laughs> like, come That's on, crazy. for a booth. You know what's funny? Our agent rejected. told us the same thing, <laughs> but annoying. we were like, "Just we go to the again. student groups, have them collect a bunch of groups to reunite to get the money for you." You know what I mean? So that's that's what they did for us. Yeah, it's called a national. Activity Association of like college activities. National Association of College Activities. Yeah. That's the show where a comedian like Rafael and myself will compete with a margarita mixer. <laughs> That's true. They have and a magician. Was, it was like I'm us over, and like a magician. I'm over yeah, here yeah, doing yeah. comedy. The fucking roller coaster next to me are fucking <laughs> competing next to me. Eh? Roller coaster. Everybody's like getting free rides. I'm doing comedy. But you know that's how the, that's how a lot of stand ups like, <laughs> stay, stay afloat, man. Yeah. They book enough Naka shows around the around the nation. Yeah, I think if you had been like less known or looking for less, you know, yeah. you would have been fine yeah, with you, those gigs. You can't be asking these poor colleges for like the fifty thousand dollar quote that you asked for, Felipe. You know what I'm saying? So I was looking for five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I think. But, uh, they're not even paying that much. First time those I, Naka gigs. I don't know my friend. He he get, he did a bunch of colleges. And I said, man, he got he booked a bunch of us. I said, come here, man. <laughs> Let me see that fucking contract. Okay, I see. These eight colleges are going to get together and pay you yeah. $2,000. They're going to split the cost. I see. Yeah. That's how it works. They all, <laughs> all split the eight? cost. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no, all no, of them. No, no, no. They did them dirty. They did them dirty. That's they how it works. They'll book you, you at a two run. here, and you have to drive to all of them. They're yeah. only two hours away, bro. And there's no travel reimbursement, and there's no hotel usually. You have to get your own So you're brutal, dude. So you're you 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 like hardship, huh? <laughs> Coming out of the Bro, you could, you, could, you could make half of that with less pain and stress staying at home. For $2,000, you might as well stay at home. Like, come on, you're going to spend that on travel and food and going out or whatever. Nah, nah. That's crazy. They get you like that. Like, 
Damn. No, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. We we did it, but no, no, we didn't. We didn't accept that kind of quote. You're crazy. What's up? What's your Instagram? Uh, uh, Mr. Rafael Agustin. You can find me on the IG or the Twitter. Uh, I think I'm the only Rafael Agustin on Facebook in Los Angeles. But don't hit me up there, dude. It's like my mom and my tias. You don't want to be there. Uh, Instagram at Mr. Rafael Agustin. And if you want to look up any of the projects besides uh, Jane the Virgin, I also run with Edward James Olmos, the, the Latino Film Institute, and we have the, the Youth Cinema Project, mm. which is an educational program that we do around the state of California, and La Leaf, the Los Angeles Latino International Film Festival. Orale, thank you for the shout-out, eh? What's up, fool? Shout-out to my new favorite show right here now, bro. Just went through all of it. Red Oaks? Claws. Claws. Claws? We even did Dick. Red Oaks is shit, huh? Oh, my God. I seen six episodes. Red Oaks is good. Red Oaks is tight, dog. Hey, how about when the dad and the son switch, dog? Oh, my God. That's where I'm at right now, Red Oaks. Red Oaks. Paul Ryder's in it. Dude, he kills it in there. Oh, dude. How about that chick with that chicken bell on Dirty Dancing, bro? Her nose is different, huh? Her whole face is different from that nose. When she took off the glasses and when I seen the eyes, all right, it made sense. Yeah. How about you selling weed, bro? <laughs> hey, how about that? The coke dealer dog in the Porsche for the fat fool dog, the ball. No, yeah, but that? what about the uh, that little fool? Hey, Josh, no, Josh Myers, my brother. Josh Myers, yeah, with a mustache. Oh, that, that's who he is. So awesome. Yeah, man. dude. Oh, dude, that fool's a creep, dog. I know. He oh, thought yeah. he was gonna stab that chick, huh? <laughs> wait, wait. What's the show about? I have no idea. Red Oak. It's, it's, it's they're like, on a country club. It's like club. Caddyshack, like summer. Yeah, yeah. Country club. Legend of Badger. It's like to see that show was on Amazon only. And one of the guys on the show, we were at a comedy show. Paul Reiser. We came up to him. Well, hey, bro, I love you on Red Oaks. Oh, you saw it. <laughs> <You're the laughs> it's one. a good-ass yeah. show, dude. It's good. It's such a good show. I'm glad it was over. <laughs> but yeah, Klaus is a fucking badass show. It's uh, good. Really? Yeah, bro, Klaus. It's, really, it's about these chicks. They, they hold, they, they, like, these chicks who do nails in in Florida or Georgia somewhere. Florida. But they're wrapped and, and, and up and in then, this and then crime they, And then they do crimes, yeah. too, bro. Tight. And they all drive in a van. Yeah, but it's Dude. great because it's great because they're like ghetto, ghetto. and they're but they're fucking real Ooh, you, and they act like real dude, women dude you ever seen that so, chick so from um, without being a from chick from Scrubs sort of thing. the black chick yeah, yeah, yeah. She, plays, she plays a, a mean le- lesbian chick she's on that not, show well she's black she's a black Latina she she's, plays like yeah. a dyke bro like a fucking like yeah. a bull butch, like yeah. a butch this she is the show on TBS she, lo- yeah. no, she yeah. looks just like she looks like Mark bro she looks like she looks like Chris Reed is who she looks like really that one wow but okay. she's lost a lot Hank is of in it, bro, from Breaking Bad. Really, dude? Fuck yeah. Nisi He's Nash. good, bro. But uh, I hope the little weed dealer hooks up with that chick, dog. You're getting all a little heartbroken, huh, dog? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Don't be telling the whole she, story. She dies, bro. Shut up, right, we dog. Only have like, her, her top falls off. We only have like five, ten minutes, so let's uh, get back to Rafa. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> What's your new social, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, how did you get into involved with Jane? Like, how? What's the process like if you want to get into writing or get into a staff writing position? Man, writing, so. get breaking into writing is so difficult. I've been writing for a long time. Besides, like theater and like TV and all these films on spec. Uh, but eventually, what happened after the NWC developing into a TV show? I decided to write my life story, which is this one that I just pitched, and I send the script to Sundance. And Sundance uh, selected me to be a Sundance fellow about like a year ago, two years ago. And that's how everything like broke open for me. Because once Sundance like approves you, everyone wants to know who the hell you are. 
Then I sold my show, and then I got staffed on Jane. But it's really, I mean, this business truly is like you have to be mentored and you have to be like an apprentice to somebody so you can come as up the ranks as a writer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so difficult. And what was that grueling experience that you had after uh, NWC that you said when you started pitching in or developing your show? Yeah, yeah. Like, what was that experience? Yeah, what happened? Uh, because I was so new to the game and I was just like so eager to 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 sell a show to get on TV. I was I kept saying yes. Like I'm like Latinos, you know, we're like people pleasers. We were like, yeah, of course, let's do this, homie, let's do this. And what happens is in the process, <laughs> there's the writers, there's the producers, there's the executive. Uh, producers, there's the showrunners, there's the studio, there's the network. It's such a long process. And too. everyone has notes long. and everyone is telling you how to shape it. So what comes out on the other side of that sausage making machine was a show with my name on it that I didn't even recognize. Damn. So you know how they say that uh, success has many parents but failure is an orphan? It's like that. Mm. Like once it came out and it was terrible, everyone was like, well, that was you, Doc. Like nobody stands with you. No one. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I get it. If I'm going to. If I'm going to fail in this industry, I want it to be because of my choices, not because of someone else's choices. So I wrote this new this new show, and I'm making it the way I want to make it, and I'm fighting tooth and nail for my voice, and I'm finding that that's all people want to hear. Like, just they just truly want to know. Okay, you know what it is? Then I respect that. You know what I mean? So I've been really fighting for what I want, how I want to tell it, the tone, the comedy, and the storylines that I want to say. You know? Are you writing a whole story arc and a whole season and all that stuff? Are you just writing a treatment at this point to sell it? Like, what's because some people think if I write a script, that's all I need, and whatever. But some, t- but a lot of times, a network doesn't even want to see a full script yet, or you don't want to waste your time until you're getting paid for that full script. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So TV, What's up in LA? TV and film work differently. <laughs> so film, like most of the time, people are writing on spec, now. and people want to mm-hmm. see the work so they can decide if they buy it or not. Uh, with TV, they, you can't turn any pages. Like yeah. you have to pitch an idea and a concept, and they decide that they want to continue working with you. Right. Then they pay you to write it. So at, I'm at a I'm at the point where they paid me to write uh, a script. Plus, I've written out the entire season. Right, and kind you know of like how the show story Bible. wants so to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So that, that's yeah. how it works. What's up, fool? Diego Torres. Hell yeah, Felipe Esparza. Chilling. Check me out tomorrow on JRE. You want to roll or what? I'm down, fool. All right. What's up, fool? Rafael, right here, man. Thank you very much. Thank man. you so for much, having man. me, bro. I'm Thank sorry you, I'm late. Like, I literally came no right worries, from the writer. Right, right. right. And if your listeners want to know about writing or anything, hit me up. More, than, up, more than happy to freaking yeah. uh, mentor anyone to this. Or acting. Or acting. Or any acting, anything. We need more Latinos and Latinas in this industry. Yeah. More people of color in general. More than happy to do my part. And also, man, stop asking me, people on the internet, why I'm not on stuff that you want me to be on. Call him, dog. Please, please. <laughs> hey, Felipe, you heard of that sh- new show coming up, Mayas? Yes, dog. Why aren't you on that shit, dog? They're the, the getting the pretty people right now. Yeah, bro. they're getting the pretty boys right they now. They'll get the good, the Next, good people there. Like. Later on, we need somebody to stab, bro. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. So we need somebody to start on I'm ready, dog. Oh, What's that, up, that's fool? Terrible. That's terrible. Now, the, 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 the director will do that, eh? All right, bye. The colors of you, I see them too, and boy, I like them, I like them, I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate, we out here vibing, we vibing, we vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. 
Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.